This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruch Abba. We continue in Mishnah Bura, Daf HaShavua. We're learning Simen Chaf Hey, Seif Beis, Sif Yud Beis, the end of Seif Yud Beis. Simen Chaf Hey, the end of Seif Yud Beis. Mutter Levarech Altfilin Shu'ulin it's permitted to make a bracha on borrowed tefillin and not on stolen tefillin. It's mutter to make a bracha on borrowed tefillin and not on stolen tefillin. Says the Mishnabura, Shu'ulim, Sivkatanun Gimel, borrowed, Vafilu Midas Mutter. Even if you borrow it without permission, it's mutter. Why? <coughs> a person is happy, pleased, will consent that somebody should do a mitzvah with his possessions. So if you need tefillin, you see a pair of tefillin in the shul, you ought to borrow them with that rishos. By the way, the dirshu brings from the Bach, borrowing someone else's tefillin is only ba'akroi, you can't do it every day. Because even though a person is nichalei, that you should do a mitzvah with their money, but not to use it on a daily basis. Regarding to take the lulav of your friend, the Mishnah Bura says later on, in the name of Primagadim, it's mutter to take it once, but not all seven days. I once, when I was in Abacha, I once sent a letter to Abcham Knievsky, if you need a hat or jacket, could you borrow someone's hat and jacket without permission? And I believe the answer was, Ulai. I believe the answer was Ulai. Um, again, it's not a cheftzah shel mitzvah, just a way of being mahadr the tefillah to wear begadim mechubanim. Fine. Rak sheyikaplim kavrishayna. You have to make sure to fold them like they were originally v'loyitzimim kavrishayn and don't move them from their original place. In other words, you have to return them to their original place. Kamay betalis l'albasim yadad ayin sham. However, but not on stolen tefillin. Why? Dehavalei mitzvah haba bavera. It's a mitzvah that came through an Aver, Vafilu Achar Yish, even if the owner was Miyaish. Vafilu Bidiyave Loikia Mitzvah Tfilin. Even after Yish, um, you're not making the mitzvah ton. Achem Machar Tfilin La Achar Yish La Achar. If after you stole it and the owner was Miyaish, you sold it to someone else, raise your hand if you steal other people's Tfilin and sell it to someone else. No, I'm just joking. Okay. Don't you don't have to, but if you did that, that's the second guy can make a bracha. The buyer, even the second hand buyer, can make a bracha. Even though to be yotze the mitzvah, you could be yotze. Also, regarding the bracha, it's prohibited. Beirech. Beitzea Beirech niyets Hashem, the Pasuk says. Someone who has illicit gain and makes a bracha angers Hashem. So you could be yoytze the mitzvah. Why? Because it left the owner's rishus. But to make a bracha, you can't make a bracha. But if you buy it from the second guy, so that's, um, raise your hand if you stole tefillin, sold it to someone, and had him sell it to somebody else. Okay? I mean, how close to Parshas Chayisara could you want? I mean, if you can't, uh, 
if you can't get on the, you, know, you can't get Hilchas Tefillin on Chayisara, but at least you have Sefer Damasek Eliezer, Besimen Yud Aleph Ayin Sham, Sif Yud Gimel. Noagu Ha'ilam, the Minog is, Not to take off the tun until after the kedusha of uvalatziyin. Some write that kabbalistically Not to take off the tun until after you said in them three kedushas. Three kedushas is. Um, the Kaddish, Kedusha of Yoytzer uh, Ar, Kedusha of Chazar Sashatz, and Kedusha of Asher Valetziyayin. And the four Kaddishim is the Hainu Lacher Kaddish Yasem. Ba'achi Noyegin HaMedaktikim. The Medaktikim are Noyeg, um, not to take off the Tvon until after Kaddish Yasem. But some are very careful to do the bare minimum. So some only keep on the tefillin for Shman Shman Esrei. Sometimes you see people, they're early to take off the tefillin. And that is correct. That is very correct. More important than keep them, keeping them on long is only keeping them on is only keeping them on when a person is able to maintain a gufnaki. So, don't say, well, I want to be machmer. The first, the most important chumrah is that the body should be clean. And if that only allows Shema and Shema Esrei, then so be it. Um, and it depends. If you're afraid you might pass gas, you have to take it off right away. That's the reason why most people don't wear it all day. Really, technically, one should wear their tefillin all day. Um, Dari would keep it on until When there's a mila, you should not take it off until after the mila. Now what do you do if the Mila is on Rosh Chodesh? So he brings from the Shulchan Malachim that the Babris wears the tefillin, puts on the tefillin for the Mila. The, that the Babris who usually wears tefillin for the Mila should go put on the tefillin again after Musaf L'chvayda of the Mila. And... Okay. Now here's an interesting question. Because Mila is an ice, you should wear the tefillin? Or just the opposite, because Mila is an ice, maybe you shouldn't wear it. Take off the tefillin. Just like Shabbos, you don't wear tefillin on Shabbos, because Shabbos is the ice. He says, even though regarding Shabbos and Yom Tev, says it's potter because they're an ice. And if you if you put on one ice, it's a zilzil to the other ice. So then you should take off the tefillin. Says with Moshe, the ice is not the Maisa Mila. The ice is being mohol. Therefore, the father should mouth the kid with the tefillin on to, ex- to be able to give a tam for the act of Mila that it's a nesinas ha'ois. So Ramesha says like this, on Shabbos and Yom Tif, where Shabbos is the ois, 
and Yom Tif is the ice, it's a zilzil to that ice to have the ice of tefillin. But an act of mila is not an ice. It's not the act of mila that's the ice. So the act of mila, we want to give a hezber to it. So you leave the tefillin to be mazber that the act of mila is nesinas ice. However, the Shumat uh, the Dershu quotes, brings the smag that you always knew two ice ice. During the week you have mila and tefillin. And on Shabbos, you have Mila and Shabbos. So Mila goes together with Tefillin. Now, let's proceed and remind me to tell you the Chida at the end of the Shir. Shalosh Kedushas. Oh, okay, one thing. In my yeshiva, the Minogis to Davka take off the Tefillin for Mila. Why? Because it's Gaiva. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to leave it on extra long today. Now, in Slabatka, they were very sensitive to extra chumrois, not to do them publicly. You want to be machmer, stay up the whole night and learn and don't tell anybody about it. But never do a chumra where you're doing it in front of other people. That was, that's the shita of Slabatka. But Lamaisa, the Mishnah brings down to wear the tefillin uh, during the Mila. Shalish Kedusha is ta soiferhu, is a mistake. It's a Textual error, but Emma Sarch Lamar, Shalish Kadeshim Arbukadushes. Now, what are the three Kadeshim and four Kadushes? What are the four Kadushes? Barchu as Hashem Nechshav Chada, she Dabrisha Kadusha. U Kadusha Safabrura, the Kadusha of Yotzararis, too. U Kadusha Soamida, Chazar Sashats. What about somebody, here's the thing, what about somebody who damns a long Shemana Esrei, he misses out, misses out Kedusha. So one answer is, you shouldn't daven a long Shemana Esrei. The Bir Alacha seems to say that on Friday night, you should be careful to finish Shemana Esrei in time to say Vayichulu. L'chayra, you should definitely finish in time to say Kedusha. But Rabbi Shlomo Zalman says, stop if you're listening, that's also like saying it. And what are the Shalish Kaddishim? Chatsi Kaddish Shukhaidim Baruchu. Chatsi Kaddish after Shemayna Esrei. And Kaddish Shalom Achor Balotzian. So what do you mean? What about the Kaddish before Psuke de Zimra? That's just a ploy to get people to shul on time. Because they think, oh, they have to, they have to say Kaddish to, to bring an aliyah to the neshama of the parent. No, they have to come early to davening to bring an aliyah to the neshama of the parent. But people don't, they don't do that, so we tell them, say Kaddish. But that's not me'ikr tzuras at ma'at be'at In a place where they say Kaddish yasim after aleinu, toiv sholei lachleis ad achar Kaddish yasim. Which, by the way, that's what the Ramah says. People who fold talis and tefillin and put them in the bag during Kaddish are not doing properly. Why? You need to be mechavin to amen yehishmei rabba unbelievably. Kimavur lekaman besimen nunvav betor uveshulchan arach 
Va'amin Yehish Meirabo who oid b'madrega gavaya yoiser mi kedusha. Amin Yehish Meirabo is greater than kedusha. Tamavoyar sham b'magen ramsev katan aleph. It's not less than a bracha. You're not a fold a talis and fill in the middle of 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 uh, kaddish. By the way, you're not even allowed to think and learning in the middle of kaddish. Is this even if it's a second minion? I don't think so. It's the kaddish that you need to hear. The Kaddish you need to hear, otherwise you're hostage. Otherwise, let's say somebody wants to hold you hostage, so they uh, then what? You have to stay in the shul the whole day? No. I believe Rosh Zalman says also, you're not to learn during Chazor Sashatz, but if there's another minion, then uh, you know it's your minion, the minion that you you need to dominate. Now I want to I want to share with you two chidas. They both come from the Sefer Avodas Hakadosh of the Chida. Here we're learning that minimal you should keep on your tefillah until after Kedushas of Al you want to keep them on until after the, the last Kaddish after Aleinu. Here the Mishabura says that you should be mechavin very much Amen Yehishmei Rabbah. The Gemara tells us we have to say Amen Yehishmei Rabbah Bechol Kavanosai. So Bechol Kavanosai is, you know, it's shayach. You muster all your focus and you have a, you think the meaning of the words, which the Arizal says when you say Amen Yeshmi Rabbah, you should have in mind to obliterate Amalek, who you want shame, Yehei shame Ka Mevarach. The name of Ka, which is not Yud Kevavke, you want it to be expanded to Yud Kevavke and destroy Amalek. But what about Bechol Koychai? You should say Amen Yeshmi with all your strength. Does somebody here want to demonstrate how loud it would be if they would answer Amen Yishra with all their strength? I mean, that would be very loud. I'm assuming that if you do that in Shul, you get a few chuckles. No? If you screamed Amen Yishra on the top of your lungs, like you're screaming at your kid, you'd get a few, a few uh, chuckles. And that you, people would be laughing. So, Depends se- on the Shul. What? Depends on the Shul. Depends on the Shul. Look, by some Hasidim... You know, they, they taka, they do scream it as loud as they can. In most shuls, if you were to scream it as loud as you can, they would probably escort you out. They might even call the police. So the chidah says like this, you do not answer Amen Yehishmei as loud as you can. But you muster up the energy as if you're about to say it as loud as you can. But then when it comes down to it, you say it regularly. But you summon the energy and the emotion that you're going to say it as loud as you can, and then you keep it at a at a human decibel. Next, says the Chida, one should always think that back in the day, now this does not coincide with what I told you, that the Minagama Yeshiva is to take it off right after, but I'm just telling you what the Chida says. Chida says that back in the day, the custom was to wear tefillin the whole day. So at the very least, after you finish davening, to learn devar ma in your tefillin, something in your tefillin, and you should be mechavein yud yirashamayim, hey avas Hashem vav the mitzvah of tefillin, hey the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, and by learning something in your tefillin, you're meyached the yud kevavke. 
But the Chidah says that since back in the day they wore it the whole day, so at least to learn one minute in the tefillin, it's, uh, it's worthwhile to do that. And have in mind that the four letters of Hashem's name stand for, you do it, Be'yira, Be'ahava, Mitzvah Tefillin, Mitzvah Tamatayra. Now, if a person has the Safek Guf Naki, and there's any Chashash at all, that one might not uh, be able to preserve it Bikadusha, it is usher to wear the Tefillin even a millisecond longer. However, if somebody is confident that they could do so with the Guf Naki, that is the holy practice cited by Chida. Okay, we'll hold it over here, Rabbi Say, Have a wonderful day. Call to him. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.